Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Abigail13. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Also by Audible. Get two free books when you sign up at runjumpstomp.com slash audible. Hey everybody, we're on episode 74 of Switchcraft, your source for Nintendo Switch news three days a week. I've got some reviews for you guys to listen to. Uh, WV reviewed the show. They said, very awesome podcast. MarioFan980 also reviewed the show. They said it was a good podcast. Both of those guys gave us five stars. Thank you very much. But because we had a couple of short ones, I figured I'd grab a more substantial one as well. Uh, Abbyham81. I think it's Abyham81 because I messed up his name. Sorry about that, man. Uh, he says... It is a must-have Nintendo Switch podcast. I'm sorry, but I refuse to believe that Run, Jump, Stomp is one single person. There's just no way that one person can create so much content, so much rich content, as there is on RJS platforms. If he expects us to believe that it is just himself, then he's got another thing coming. I'm watching you, Bill, for quite some time now. I've suspected that you are able to defy physics by multiplying yourself in order to get as much done as you do. I like pizza, Steve. Uh, we see you live streaming while the other you works the camera, all the background equipment, and the other one works your social media, and who knows how many others coming up with all kinds of numerous shenanigans, I love that word, including this podcast. I've got my eye on you, RJS. You're just too awesome to be one man. Well, Abe, thank you very much for the kind words. I can assure you that I am indeed one man. As a science teacher, I would never defy the laws of physics. That would be against my nature. Um, But I really appreciate uh, the kind words. So if you guys haven't already done so, please head on over to iTunes and give a review. You don't even have to listen on iTunes. You can just make an, a free account real quick and it'll help us get up higher on those charts. Um, let's jump into a voicemail. I'm going to play this voicemail and then we will respond. Hello, this is Justin from Pennsylvania. What's your favorite non-Nintendo game? Like something that you play outside of Nintendo? And um, just because sometimes you get those content drops from Nintendo, it's always good to have a game on the back burner you can play elsewhere. For me, it's Destiny. I'm a huge Destiny. I'm a reformed Destiny addict. About to become another one with Destiny 2 coming out. And I was just thinking, you know, also I had another thing because of how terrible the um, uh, friend system on Nintendo is. I wonder if uh, there's any way we could do a thing where you share your friend codes or something like that. Um, just because I find it very difficult to find people I want to play with. I have one friend in real life that plays Switch. I don't know anyone else that has one because they're hard to get, and people haven't. People are, are late adopters a lot of times. While I'm, I'm the first people to get these sort of things, 
So I just figured I'd uh, throw that out there as well. Well, thank you very much for uh, calling in, Justin. I appreciate it. The call was a little bit garbled in some points, and it was a little long, so I just trimmed out the most important stuff, uh, and that's what you guys just heard. Now, uh, Justin's two questions. Uh, The first one, my favorite non-Nintendo game. You know, honestly, that's going to depend on the day that you ask me. Um if I were to say what's my favorite, like if I had to list my the, the best games of all time, uh, I think that the first non-Nintendo game that would be on there would probably be World of Warcraft, even though I don't play it currently. Um, I've spent a lot of time in Azeroth, and I had a lot of fun playing that game. And I have a lot of very amazing memories playing that game with my friends. So... I guess that my favorite non-Nintendo game is World of Warcraft, even though I don't play it anymore. Um, then the second question is uh, is about friend codes. Anybody can always get my friend code. If you just go into the show notes, it's at the bottom um, uh, of the show notes. However, what I would recommend would be even better than that is to join the Discord. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And in there, there is a channel called Action Points. Uh, of course... There's a bunch of channels in there, and we have a lot of really awesome conversations, and it's from a bunch of people who like uh, the Nintendo Switch, and most of us have one. Um, but pinned to the top of the Action Points channel is a Google Doc that has a bunch of people's friends codes. Not not very many, because a lot of people, I didn't have this up there to be at the beginning, and so we had already swapped friend codes, and people haven't, not everybody's put those in there, um, but everybody can add their friend code to that document, and then you guys can all add each other, and it'll be a, a bunch of uh, people who listen to SwitchCraft uh, on that channel, and it'd be, it'd be uh, really great to have you in there. So thank you very much for the voicemail, Justin. I appreciate it. Uh, I also got an e- um, a voicemail from Door to Door Geek, but then I deleted it by accident, and the link that he had sent me expired, so I can't play it. I'm so Door to Door Geek. If you're listening, I really want to play that voicemail because it was a good one, but I I don't have it. So if you could resend it, that would be awesome. Uh, anyway, let's jump in to the news. Get the power to move with the Acclaim Wireless Remote for your Nintendo Entertainment System. Well, this is not something that I expected, but Monster Hunter Double Cross for Switch is going to have some Zelda skins. Uh, Definitely, you're going to want to click the link in the uh, show notes to check this out, but it's a YouTube video, and it shows the little cat people that follow you around in Monster Hunter, which I haven't played a Monster Hunter game other than the demo. They are now Koroks, which is weird and cool, and... The character looks like Link, right down like to having all of the weapons kind of dangling off his back and stuff like that. It's very cool. Not something super huge. I don't think that this is going to sell copies of the game. Or maybe it will. Maybe I'm wrong. But it's cool. And um, it's very well done as well. It's very strange seeing Link doing what he's doing in the Monster Hunter game. So... Click on that link so you can see what it looks like, and then you can see the link on the link. I, I heard you liked links in your link, so I gave you a link. Can you even touch size? Square, rectangle, trapezoid, tetrazoid. Nintendo introduces Tetris. Put a piece here. Put a piece there. Use your thumbs. Use your eyes. Find yourself Tetris side. 
One out of every three Switch games that has been sold in Japan has been Splatoon 2. Uh, it is actually selling seven times faster than Splatoon 1, which is pretty impressive. When Splatoon came out, the first one, there were 10 million Wii U's in the wild. 10 million, that's double the amount, well, that's double the, the amount that we uh, know that the Switch has out there, although I'm sure that that number has gone up. Uh, they we, they had told us that we were at 4.7 million, I think, at the end of June. So here we are close to the end of August. My guess is we're probably somewhere around 6 million, uh, maybe six and a quarter uh, million switches. Um, when Splatoon 2 came out, there were only 4 million switches sold at that point. Uh, so the fact that it's selling seven times faster than Splatoon 1, I would say... Splatoon 2 is a system seller. Um, I think that if Splatoon 2 had come out for the Wii U, I think it would have helped move systems. I really do. I'm glad that it came to the Switch because I think that's definitely a, a better console and, and I didn't like the big clunky controls of the Wii U gamepad. I very much prefer to play with the Pro Controller or the Split Joy-Cons, but... I gotta say, these are really good numbers for Splatoon. In fact, it is now a million seller in Japan, which is pretty crazy. Uh, a million copies of Splatoon 2 have sold. So, that's pretty awesome. Alright, well, speaking of good sales numbers, uh, GameStop uh, has had their investors call where they talk about their results, and they have said some very interesting things. Paul Raines, the chief or the CEO uh, said that our second quarter sales results were driven by continued strong demand for Nintendo Switch and collectibles. Um, so it looks like it's it's all well and good for Nintendo to, to say that, hey, we're doing really well. Uh, but it's really good to hear it coming from third parties as well. And GameStop, while I think that they're kind of a slimy company, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of their business practices. I don't, they can't lie about stuff like this. Um, they had continued strength in Nintendo Switch sales helped drive a 1.9% increase in same-store sales. Uh, collectibles uh, showed a 36% growth. Um, and they said, looking at the second half of 2017, the Nintendo Switch, the launch of the Microsoft Xbox One X, and uh, solid slate of AAA titles should drive growth in the video game category. So, you know, they're mentioning... Nintendo first because it is a big deal to GameStop and they are really cleaning up there. So I'm I'm pretty impressed with what GameStop is saying here. And I think that Nintendo, uh, yet again, uh, I, I feel like I'm, I'm beating a dead horse or something, but Nintendo's sales numbers on the Switch are doing really well. So well, in fact, that I think it kind of, a lot of people always blame Nintendo. They say things like uh, Nintendo doesn't put enough in the market to satisfy demand with the amount that they're selling. I can only think that they're putting as many in the market as they can, and they just can't keep up with demand. Now, is that true for the super NES classic, which I'm not going to talk about today? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think that's true at all. I think that they are dropping the ball there and they could fix that very easily. But, uh, we've talked about that enough. Let's, um, 
Let's talk about something else. You are the game. You are the power. In a tweet from Team 17, uh, Overcooked has their patch submitted to Nintendo. I wasn't trying to pause for effect there. I couldn't think of words. Um, This is a big deal because a lot of people are giving Overcooked for the Switch. You know, they're they're saying that it's... um, a rushed copy or something like that. And and I I do think that it would have been better if they had brought it out with these um this patch already in rather than launch it with the issues that it had. And for those of you that don't know, uh Overcooked has uh some frame rate issues and, and a lot of people call it serious frame rate issues, uh, averaging about 23 frames per second. Uh, whereas on the PS4 and on PC, it's running at 60 frames per second. Now, I don't know if Overcooked is going to be running at 60 frames per second, but a stable 30 frames per second would be uh, a big improvement for a lot of people. Uh, when I played Overcooked, I didn't really notice that there were some huge frame rate issues. Like, it didn't drop in frame rate issues for me, or, or drop in frame rate when I was playing. It stayed steady, which is the most important thing to me, is that it's a steady frame rate. No matter what the frame rate is, if it's steady, I'm happy. Uh, that being said, when you look at video of the Switch side-by-side uh, side with video of the PS4, you can definitely tell uh, how Overcooked runs so much better on the other system. Now, it's not a graphically intensive game, so my guess is that they, you know, with some optimization and a, a lot of work, they could probably get it to 60 frames per second. I say that knowing absolutely nothing about how these things work. So um, if you have been holding off to pick up Overcooked, because hopefully I didn't say Overwatch at all during the episode, um, but if you've been uh, holding off on picking up Overcooked because of the unstable frame rate or the low frame rate, um, just keep an eye on Team 17's Twitter um, handle, which is, let me click right quick, and it is um, at Team17LTD, and uh, keep an eye on them, and they will they will let us know when the, that patch comes out, or you could just listen to um, Switchcraft, and I'll tell you too. Tonight, instead of just playing a video game, live it. Well, it wouldn't be a gaming convention without winners. And Super Mario Odyssey has won Best of Gamescom, which is pretty awesome. Uh, I'm really excited for Super Mario Odyssey. I think that it's going to, when it comes down to it at the end of the year, right? I mean, at the beginning of the year, I said to myself, there's no way anything, there's no way anything could beat Zelda for Game of the Year for me. And right now, as it is, it still can't. Like, I, I can't imagine Super Mario Odyssey being better than it is, but or better, I'm sorry, better than Breath of the Wild was. But at the same time, uh, Nintendo has clearly knocked it out of the park if you talk to, uh, or if you listen to anybody who's played it. That Like, this is a return to the Super Mario games of old, the ones that we loved so much, like Super Mario 64. Uh, I'm very, very excited to play this game, and the end of October cannot come fast enough. I'm exceedingly excited for 
uh, this game. That's not all that Nintendo won. They also won Best Console Game, Super Mario Odyssey. Um, they won Best Mobile Game, Metroid Samus Returns. And uh, Mario Odyssey also won Best Action Game and Best Family Game. Uh, best strategy game went to Mario plus uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, and was there anything else in here for them? Yes, Gamescom Most Wanted Consumer Award went to Super Mario Odyssey. So Nintendo is just nailing it with this game, and I am incredibly excited for it. Are you? You should be. He's back. He's here. He's Mario. No, he's the new and improved Mario in Super Mario All-Star. So much Mario is a Mario smorgasbord. It's all the way down Mario Brothers Adventures he ever played in then some. But this is two-star 16-bit only on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Mario. So it's bigger Mario, better Mario, in-your-face Mario. It's raccoon Mario, Mario throwing fireballs, Mario hurling turnips, Mario negotiating an arms deal. Okay, maybe not. It's Mario like you've never seen him. What's 2 plus 2 Mario? What's the capital of Ohio Mario? You're gonna live, breathe, eat, sleep Mario in Super Mario All-Stars. Four complete Mario games, including the never-seen lost levels. You can't get more Mario than this. Last episode, I mentioned that Final Fantasy XV might be coming to the Switch. Uh, It is going to probably be a version of the Pocket Edition. Uh, I've got a little more information now than I had last time. Um, And the information is that Pocket Edition is not going to have any controls, probably. Here's the quote. It says, There is certainly a chance. It's certainly not zero, Tabata told IGN. Uh, when asked about the Switch version, he said, obviously, we'd have to think about what the meaning and what the significance of bringing this to Switch would be. You know, whether people would want to play it and whether it would be the right thing for us to do as a team. Uh, he then also said, it doesn't actually have controller support. As such, if it does come to the Switch, Final Fantasy Fifteen Pocket Edition... Uh, may potentially have to be one of the handheld games. So the games where you can only play in handheld and you can't put it up on the screen. I I said last time, I'm not super excited for this, but I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there who uh, love Final Fantasy and they don't have a PS4 to play it on. So it'd be great if they could pick this up for the Switch. However, is it quite the same game? That's the thing. I know that Square is saying it's the same game just with different controls and different graphics. But when when you come down to it, I really feel like when I played that game, it didn't feel like a game that you could really play the same way with touchscreen controls. So I certainly wouldn't. I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to have a joystick on screen or something like that? That would be terrible. I don't think that they would do that for this. I think that that would be a huge mistake. And if it does come to the Switch, I'm not interested in picking it up. But then again, I already have it on the PS4, and I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm just curious, how many of you out there are interested in this game uh, coming to the Switch? Is it a game that you're going to be picking up if it comes to the Switch? And even if it does, by the way, it's going to take quite a while to come. Let me know. Let's talk a little bit about gameplay. What have I been playing since last episode? I've been playing a little bit of Sonic, and I gotta say the patch for that game cannot come fast enough. Uh, Yesterday, I wanted to sit down and play a little bit of Splatoon, and it took me 10 minutes to shut Sonic off. Um, When I hit the home button, nothing would happen. Eventually, um, 
like I tried holding the home button down and if you have a switch then you know when you hold the home button down a little menu pops out from the side where you can put the system to sleep. Well, that was completely unresponsive after the menu came up and using the controls still moved Sonic around and tapping the screen still interacted with the game. Um, I couldn't quit the game and eventually the system finally restarted but it took me a lot to get it to restart. I had to hold down the power button for a while, and then a screen came up, and when I hit that, it was still interacting with the Sonic game. It was very irritating. So I really hope that uh, Sega gets that patch out soon enough so that we can get this uh, slow um, system menus fixed for Sonic. Uh, But I've still been having a blast playing Sonic. I haven't had a lot of time to play games the last couple days. I've been working on my arcade cabinet. I have a uh, Asteroids Deluxe arcade cabinet from the 80s, and I've been refurbishing it, trying to fix it back up. Uh, I yanked all of the guts out, and I'm going to put a retro pie in there. Um, in the past couple days, I've built the retro pie. I built a stand for the monitor that I bought. Um, I have, I replaced all of the T molding. And if you want to see pictures of this stuff, you can see it. It's posted in the action points channel of the discord runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Um, but that's why I haven't had much time to play games. Uh, let's jump into the lightning round. Two quick stories. Enter the Gungeon is coming to Switch with DLC. If you don't know what Enter the Gungeon is, it's basically a top-down... I think it's a twin-stick shooter. I don't actually have a copy of this game yet. It looks really cool. I like the graphics of it. Um, But it's coming to the Switch. Now, we don't know when yet, uh, but it's also going to have DLC. It's a very popular game. And it's going, (laughs) I love the, the name it's called enter the gungeon. Uh, and then the subtitle of the DLC is called advanced gungeons and drag guns. So they're very clever and I'm looking forward to playing this game and I'm glad that I don't have it yet because it's definitely a game that I would like to play on the switch. Uh, speaking of sort of DLC wonder boy, the dragon's trap, which is, uh, by all accounts, a fantastic game on the Switch, which I haven't played. A lot of people have said that the, um, the uh, oh gosh, what's the the animations are really really on point. Um, it's getting patched, and outside of just regular gameplay fixes, they have also improved the hard mode, and they've added in a uh, even harder hard mode. I can't find what it was called. Um, where is it? Yeah, I can't find what the harder hard mode is called, but basically they made a, they are, the game already had a hard mode. They've improved on that. And then they've also added yet another hard mode. That's even more difficult. I got to say that the hand drawn, the art for this game is beautiful. And I really, I want, this is a game that I want to play. I'm going to wait until it goes on sale though, just because I've got so much stuff to play. Um, I'm going to include in the lightning round from now on. Uh, a coming soon. So coming up this week, we've got Mario plus Rabbids on August 29th. Uh, we've got Gunvolt Striker Pack coming out on August 30th. And also on August 30th, we also have League of Evil. So if any of those are games that you are excited about, just know that they're coming soon. Uh, let's wrap it up. 
All right, everybody, that's all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you'd like me to discuss, let me know. You can do so by emailing me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can leave a voicemail, 260-RUN-JUMP. You can join our Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. You can tweet at me at runjumpstomp. And, of course, stop by the live stream sometime and uh, have a conversation twitch.tv slash run jump stomp if you're looking for ways to support the show you can head on over to patreon and join up there you get exclusive rewards don't have any money no problem the best way to support the show is absolutely free just give us a review on itunes or your podcast uh, platform of choice uh, there's links to other ways to support the show, such as my wife's Doc Socks, who is going to have some Splatoon's Doc Socks coming soon. We got the fabric in from Japan just the other day. And you can find links to all that stuff at runjumpstomp.com slash support. Uh, big thanks to Noteblock for the intro music, and I am out of here. See you guys next time. Witchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere they like to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep, even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible.